this is Logan. Well, hello. Would this be Logan Lynn? Yes, it would be. How's it going? Hi, Logan Lynn. This is Scott Wood, and I'm calling from The Interview Show. Hey, Scott Wood. How's it going, man? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. How are you good, tonight? Good, <laughs> I was watching a video that my friend sent me from YouTube of this bunny humping a red balloon, truthfully. And... <laughs> Logan Lynn, I have to ask you, did the bunny get his complete gratification? I don't know. You called, and so I paused it. I'll have to find out later. No good deed will go unpunished. And not one ounce of love will be promised. While we bury the king and count our knives, we try
ready to go. All right. Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host, and today I have Logan Lynn on the line. Hi, Logan. Hi. <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, so we've just listened to Quickly As We Pass, the single cool. off your current record. I would yeah. love it if you could tell us a little bit about that song, the creation of it, what went into it, stuff like that. Sure, sure. Um, well, this new record um, is a benefit for Q Center, which is actually um, where I spend most of my time here in Portland. It's Portland's LGBT Community Center. Um, so I did that. Uh, it came out last August digitally um, and was meant to be a fundraiser for this place. Um, so that um, that's sort of how it, how it has spun out in the in the months since. Um, and I, I went on and, and made some videos as well. So this is the first of, of that that just came out this week. Um, and it's going to be on Logo and, and MTV and, and things in the States here in the next couple, coming months. But um, the creation of the song, this whole record, I Killed Tomorrow Yesterday, was half about me um, sort of hitting a point in my life that I needed to make some changes um, and also, you know, about the dissolution of, of a relationship that was a, a long-term seven-year relationship that I had been in um, that finally was was over. So I, I worked with a new producer on this record um, and it was clear after, you know, the demo process was done that it was dark and, and that, you know, it was heavy. So I worked with somebody who I thought could lighten it up a little bit. Um, and we ended up making a, a dance record, which, you know, I've always been electronic, but um, have never really gone for this almost vintage pop sort of sort of feel. Um, and that's that's kind of how this came about. It was the whole concept that a spoonful of sugar helps the, the medicine go down. Um, and you know, this time it was it was some sort of, you know, more real or, or heavy medicine, it seemed like. So um, it sounds happy, happier than other stuff that I've I've put out. But if you listen closely, you know, it's it's about um, sort of the end of love. Sweet. So can you tell us a little bit about the song? I wrote it the day Michael Jackson died. Um, I mean, that's that's the first thing. So, like, that line about while we bury the king is in reference to Michael Jackson. I think I was, you know, I had just left left this relationship. I was hanging out at my mom's house, like, having one of those moments, like, bring me juice or something. <laughs> you know, I don't even remember. I had just, like, gone, gone home, basically, as an adult to uh, recuperate from this experience of, you know, things not working out and, and having this picture of my life um, just sort of turn out not to be real. So um, I started writing and, and ended up, you know, continuing to write that whole week that I was there. It was I would watch a little bit of TV and then, then pause and, and write things and um, just kind of stayed holed up at my parents' house during the, the whole time. Um, and quickly as we pass was sort of a commentary on, on the state of things at the end um, you know, in our house, uh, after the relationship had had run its course, we still lived together for six months as as a broken up sort of couple. You know, like not together, but still kind of in the same space. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Now I listened to both your records today, and cool. listening to them, I, I don't know. I love how honest you are, and you're really honest in your songs. When, sure. you, when you meet other dudes, are they kind of nervous that they're going to end up as like, you know, completely naked emotionally in one of your songs? Right. Well, I guess there is that. I'm, I'm currently in sort of a new, new relationship. We're, you know, f 
something like four months in, and um, I think I, I have I have that knowledge just knowing that everything's out there. You know, my my every dark thought I've ever had can be downloaded since I was 17 years old. You know, there's multiple records out there just for the picking. So I have that where I know people can look at me. So I'm sure. I'm sure the other way around, it, 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 it's fitting as well. So I, I try to be really respectful and, and kind of keep that out of out of everything. But I think it does creep in. I, I don't know. I've never been in the head of someone I've da- I've dated to, to really know. Um, as far as I know, it's I've never you know I've never put names on there. Never named a song after somebody. But I guess you do run that risk when you date a songwriter. Um, that you're going to end up as fodder for a song at some point. All right. At the end of the show, I like the artists to pick a song from their catalog and talk a little bit about it as I bring up the music. So, Logan Lynn, what would you like me to play? Um, How about Velocity? That's going to be the second single off this record, this new record, I Killed Tomorrow Yesterday. And it, it is very much about, um, you know, the, the realization that I needed to change my life and sort of like looking at who I was and, and having that moment of like, wow, you, you're here, you, you're getting what you have been working towards. Um, and this is it. This is what that looks like. So take it or leave it. All right. We've got Logan Lynn's Velocity. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Hi, my name's Logan Lynn and you're listening to The Interview Show.
Well, hello. Would this be Jake Courtois? This would be Jake Courtois. Well, hello. This is Scott Wood. I'm calling from the interview show. How are you doing? I'm well, Scott. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. What are you up to right now? Uh, I was um, I was I was trying to storyboard uh, videos for uh, the live content, the content of my live show um, on clips that have to do with water. So there are, um, you know, endless patterns of waves, whirlpools, um, you know, naturally occurring whirlpools, uh, uninvestigating water slides, rain, that sort of thing. Oh, that's kind of nice. That must be very calming in the evening. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. Um, I mean, it's, you, I think you have to be careful with video content uh, that accompanies uh, a live performance, you know, because when you put additive light on stage, um, you know, people's eyes will immediately go to that. And I certainly want people to notice what's going on, um, but I, I always want to structure it in such a way that uh, you know that it's, it's absorbing and and you know hopefully kind of mesmerizing, but at the same time not so distracting that um, you know the people only stare at the video. It, it's kind of melting into you know melt into the background and have almost a more subliminal effect. Hi, my name is Jake, otherwise known as Courtois, and you're listening to the Interview Show.
But Candy in the Sun, actually, uh, you know, that song, you know, the intro of that song has has this little percussive beat that um, that was that was really born out of me uh, tapping my fingers while I was while I was trying to figure out uh, a beat, and then I, you know, I liked the way that my my fingers tapping sounded, and so I recorded that and uh, you know played around with it, looped it, and you know the rest of the song kind of just you know flowed out of out of that happy organic accident. So now the okay. show's going to really begin. Are you ready? I'm I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be. Sweet. All right. Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host, and today I've got Jake from the band Courtois. How are you doing, Jake? I'm well, thank you. How are you, Scott? I'm doing pretty good. All right. I would love it if you could talk a little bit about your origins, like how you got to be the performer. Uh, how I got to be the performer. Uh, well, you know, I think that was something that was something probably probably born into me. Um, you know, I remember being a little kid and putting makeup on and performing for myself in the mirror. Uh, when there was no one else to watch me, but uh, whoa, whoa, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up! I gotta ask, uh-huh. when you're a little kid, what performances are you doing for yourself? <laughs> you know, this is uh, this, it's a it's a little cliche, um, you know, but I remember, uh, God, I guess it must have been, you know, my older brother had, um, my older brother had a lot of had a lot of old albums. Um, I think I was, I must have been ten, and and the first album that. I mean, this is very prescient of my brother, but the first album that I was ever that I ever owned that uh, that was that was bought for me by him was um, "Behavior" by the Pet Shop Boys. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. <laughs> so I think you know, I'd sort of run the mirror and sing like, you know, uh, my October Symphony, <laughs> and you know, being boring. Nice. So everybody's picturing Baby Jake dancing to Pet Shop Boys. Nice image. Dancing the Pet Shop Boys, watching the Bruce Weber video, um, you know, just being seven years old and, and already totally gay. Sweet, sweet. Okay. Your band is called Courtois, and it's spelled K-O-O-R-T-W-A-H. And I'm assuming it comes from your real name, Jake Courtois, which is, you're a Montreal-born dude, so you've got a French-Canadian name. <laughs> yes, I have, I have a very French last name, um, which, generally speaking, uh, you know, people who are people who are born Anglophone and outside of of Quebec just you know instinctively uh, mispronounce. Um, and so I just you know I had been through like you know a couple of a couple of ideas for for other monikers, and then uh, it just occurred to me that all I really had to do was provide a more user friendly spelling of my last name. And Courtois was born. Um, it was sort of, you know, I, I didn't actually, I would love to, I would love to be able to say that I, I had done this intentionally, but, um, I didn't do this intentionally. I obviously realized that, you know, that name wasn't taken by anybody else, but what's, what's kind of fantastic about it is that it, I don't think it really means anything else in, in any language. So if anybody punches Courtois into Google, they just get pages and pages of, of me because it doesn't mean anything else to anyone else. Cool, cool. So now I did a Google search of you earlier today, which was very easy because of the mm-hmm. spelling of your name. Naturally. And I found that Jay Bone, the comic book artist, did a caricature of you. Wow. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. He gave me very big arms. Nice. So you gotta tell us how did the picture get drawn? Where did it come from? Oh yeah, he came to he came to a show I played in New York. Um he's a I think he's a friend of uh, he's a friend of my friend uh, Richard Sakas, um, who is otherwise known as uh, 
otherwise known as Colby Keller, um, famous porn star. Uh, and I think Jay Bone, you know, knows him and has drawn him. Um, and he was in New York and, and, you know, came to the show, took some pictures of the show, and, and that character was born. So at the end of the show, I love it when the guest picks a song off their current record and talks a little bit about it as we bring up the music. <laughs> okay. Um, I think, you know, Night Vision's a great one to start with. You know, I'm always a little bit reluctant to, uh, you know, to try and, you know, explain my lyrics too specifically because, you know, I think it, it kind of inhibits, inhibits listeners from, uh, you know, finding their own story in the song. You know, but I think a lot of a lot of a lot of songs, you know, that that I've written that that come across as as love songs and songs about other people um, are probably, um, you know, more written from uh, you know a place of of in, introspection and you know sort of the 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 relate the conflicted relationship that you know that I'm that I'm often most interested in is is the internal one that we have you know, with ourselves and, you know, how it can, uh, you know, sort of be projected to, uh, you know, to relate to the way that we engage with with other people. You know, I think to a, a large extent where we're always kind of using as, as mirrors to, you know, to gauge, you know, to gauge our own perception of ourselves. My Vision is, is a song about, uh, you know, having having difficulty in, you know, in, in recognizing, uh, you know, ourselves and recognizing other people, what they mean to us, um, you know, and the difficulty we have coping with that. Sweet. Well, here we go. We're going to listen to Night Vision by Courtois. Hi, my name is Jake, otherwise known as Courtois, and you're listening to The Interview Show.
Mais le train est cassé.